Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. We think your music should play nonstop. Ironically, we're stopping it to tell you that Southwest has the most nonstop flights in California. We also think changing your travel plans should be as easy as changing songs. That's why we don't charge you change or cancel fees. When you're ready to go, go with heart. But now at southwest.com. Based on total number of DOT published nonstop flights to and from California from the period from 2-1-2023 to 8-14-2023 compared to all other airlines as of 1-20-2023. No change fees, but fair difference may apply. Failure to cancel a reservation at least 10 minutes prior to scheduled departure may result in forfeited travel funds. Welcome, everyone. Were you demonstrating how not to wet your pants? Is that what I heard at the end of that show there? Um... I was not physically demonstrating, no. I, I was just... I just tuned in at the very end. I heard something about uh, a method to uh, prevent uh, yourself from, uh, you know, leaking. Yeah, so you... Uh, underwear and your shorts. After after you're done yes. peeing, so you don't wet your pants with the dribble. Okay, that's what it was. Right? And the, Nas- uh, the NHS, the uh, National uh, Health Service. Yeah, this is from uh, England. And oh. they apparently researched this and came up with the best technique a to method, keep you but it, it's so complicated i i i don't i can't follow it hmm. there's no way i could uh could uh, remember how to do this so i think i'd just end up with one of those wet spots but you those dry your, quickly put your fingers up your butt or something or... uh <laughs> well, never mind <laughs> i can read it over again if you want no, to hear no, it. i just i just uh, I, <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, it's uh, the bane of men as they get older. Is the, that does become a bit of an issue because uh, the plumbing begins to break down. <laughs> I can't put it any more gently. Um, anyway, uh, we got a big guest today. It's not till five o'clock, but uh, obviously, you're be great to listen to the whole show. But you got to make sure you tune in. 
his name is John Lewin, and I guess producer Ray has been working for weeks to try to get him on the show. He's a deputy DA in the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office, and he's in the Major Crimes Division. And that's an important division dealing with some big cases over the years, like serial killers uh, <laughs> who have these names that I've always hated. The Grim Sleeper, the Southside Slayer. But uh, our guest was uh, involved uh, in uh, the prosecution of Robert Durst, which was that big HBO show about that. Uh, I guess he was wealthy, right? I, but uh, he, uh, yeah, he was. He, he was killed a, a woman. He was, he was finally convicted of right. killing a woman many years ago. Uh, yeah. They, and they, then he died after he, <laughs> after he was convicted. And they said he was in poor health, and it turns out he was. He, he died. He looked uh, half dead during that trial. But they, uh, they prosecuted Phil Spector. That was another big name. Uh, when he shot that girl at his house. Right. Uh, and, and uh, well, uh, Lewin, like many others in the deputy DA's office, have been speaking out against uh, Gascon's evil. Yeah, we and, all know about John Hatami, who's been on our show many times before, one of the first to step up and go public with his objections to Gascon's directives, which is completely torn apart. Criminal justice in L.A. County. And I hate that term because it doesn't exist anymore. No. With Gascon, Gascon is basically representing the criminals, not the victims. Yeah, and uh, he he did it uh, without the public realizing what his plans are. Uh, there are some deputy DAs who said they knew this guy was bad, uh, but uh, there wasn't anything they could do to stop his election. And now that he's in there, it's the, the absolute worst case scenario. It is the nightmare that they feared. He is dismantling the uh, prosecutor's office, period. I mean, there's no other way to put it. He's completely dismantling what the uh, district attorney is supposed to do in Los Angeles. So now, specifically, John Lewin's uh, division may be dismantled by Gascon. That's one of the things we'll talk about. The major crimes division is allegedly uh, going to be dissolved by Gascon's office. Disband is the word they're using. And it could be because of retaliation. I oh, guess that's uh, one uh, way to get back at the deputy <laughs> DAs that are against your policies, just end their department. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely retaliation. And one, one of the other people uh, uh, ensnared in this is uh, uh, Michelle Hannessy, uh, the president. Yeah, we've had her on many times. She's the president of uh, the union. Right. And uh, John McKinney. He's on television all the time criticizing uh, Gascon. I've seen him often on Channel 11. And I guess they're all part of this major crimes unit. And so he's just going to get rid of the unit because yeah. he doesn't want to prosecute major crimes anyway. He doesn't want to prosecute any crimes. Right. Um, there was a story out today, and uh, Lewin was quoted in the story. If I, in fact, a lot of people we know and have interviewed are in this story. Uh, oh, yes. I know John and Tommy was in that story. Too. So is Eric Sadal. Eric Sadal, right, has been a guest on the show many, many times. That's the story by Barry Weiss. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kathleen Cady. Oh, it's a Barry Weiss substack, but it's by Peter uh, Savinick. Yeah, that's the that's the, uh, the, the actual writer. author. Uh, John Lewin said society is not served when, he, when we have two defense attorneys in the courtroom. There needs to be a prosecutor representing the interests of of victims and the public. And yeah. he's he's just he's just destroyed the whole concept of prosecutors representing the public, representing the state. Um, Lewin says what happened at the DA's office, it was taken over by somebody who, in my opinion, has no interest in prosecuting criminals. I mean, you can't say it any cleaner than that. Yep. And they're using every trick that they can legally pull and some illegal tricks 
in order to uh, stop the prosecution of uh, current criminals and release past criminals as early as possible. And I mean yeah, everybody. I, his timing, I mean, he was elected in November of 2020. Well, that was the year of uh, tumult around the country following the death of George Floyd. He rode the defund the police wave and the whole, and there was already groups that were just constantly badgering Jackie Lacey, the incumbent DA. It's Black Lives I, Matter. Right. This, this, right. All, so. this all stems back to Black Lives Matter, which has turned out to be uh, a fraudulent organization that took millions of dollars from uh, guilty white people and uh, bought a lot of real estate with it. So it was it turned out to be a racket. But this whole George Floyd thing turned out to be uh, mass hysteria. And they started DAs started getting elected. They start dismantling the prosecution office in various cities and counties. Uh, you had these defund the police movements. Uh, and, and what happened? All kinds of horrible, bad things. And now, now this is the hangover. Now everybody's looking around and going, what the hell just happened? Mass hysteria. We've had three mass hysterias in the last few years. This, COVID, and Trump. <laughs> and they all interrelate. And mass hysteria is real. Uh, it, it's it's a real phenomenon. It's been around since the beginning of humankind. It will be around forever, but we are living in an era of multiple mass hysterias happening, which has been aggravated by 24-hour media and, and social media and the Internet. That's the one element that probably didn't, uh, well, was definitely not part of mass hysterias in other centuries. Yeah, another good quote in this story uh, is from Phil Sterling, uh, one of the deputy DAs, a prosecutor, he pointed out, it says here, what pretty much everyone in the city's rougher neighborhoods already know. 99% of the victims of gang members and gang rapes and gang robberies and gang beatdowns are minorities, black and brown people. That's what's crazy about this whole claim that the system is racist. Or as Phil put it, this whole racist prison BS. Well, yeah, and he, he puts his finger right on it, which nobody wants to discuss out loud. This whole, this code word of it disproportionately affects minorities. They're, you know, they're disproportionately the prisoners in the system. Well, the victims are disproportionately, right, minorities. Yeah, so. number one, the victims are disproportionately minorities. Number two, uh, the gangs are made up disproportionately of minorities. And so, obviously, if you're going to arrest the gang members who join gangs in order to commit crimes, you are going to end up with a disproportionate number of minorities in prison. But that has been an elaborate way to hide the fact that uh, the people in prison committed the crimes, period. And that's all that matters. Their color, their ethnicity doesn't matter. They committed the crimes. And, and gangs are in the business of crime. They don't do anything else but commit crimes all day. All right, so John Lewin will be our special guest coming up at 5 o'clock uh, at the recall desk of George Gascon. More coming up next. John and Ken, KFI. All right, tomorrow uh, we'll welcome back the voice line for another week of calls. You can still uh, leave a message using the iHeartRadio app, the talkback feature, the little microphone. You can call 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Uh, I'm looking at a story we're going to talk about in a moment, but you know how ads pop up? Yeah, peanut butter whiskey. I, I, I don't think they go oh, together. I oh, that really, sounds gross. I don't. Yeah, I. Oh. Uh, I don't drink a lot of whiskey. But who's selling peanut, that? A company called Screwball Spirits in San Diego. Ew. Whiskey with natural flavors. The flavors they of think, peanut butter. They think it's a nice summer flavor, peanut butter whiskey. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Just give me my rum and coke. <laughs> Do not put peanut butter in anything.
on anything. Uh, it's been a really uh, tough week for police officers. As you know, we had a CHP officer who was shot in Studio City on Monday night uh, by uh, apparently a guy with PTSD who was in the military. His family spoke. They were very apologetic, claiming that he hasn't gotten the help he needs, but we have doubts that he always wanted the help. But the other, of course, is far worse, and that was the killing of two El Monte police officers the other night. Uh, the killer is dead. His name is Justin Flores. Uh, the reason we're talking about it now is that we have more apologies. This is coming from his wife, who he supposedly was separated from. And it looks like uh, she or both of them stayed at this hotel in El Monte where a call was made to the police about a possible domestic assault involving a stabbing. So the cops came and Flores immediately shot at them. We don't have all the details still yet as to how that played now, out, but he killed them both before he was killed. One of the TV reports uh, suggested that she got uh, stabbed on Monday. And oh, then, and we're going to play that report. Yeah, yeah. And then and then he uh, found her on Tuesday at the motel. Yeah, she wanted to be and, very clear that she was not stabbed on Tuesday, but she was stabbed the day before. Right, okay. right. And then he found her again, and I think she called her mother, and the mother may have called 911. Oh, so she thought she might get stabbed again. Right, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, I was wondering who called 911. Um, so here's the story, because she's speaking to NBC4 and reporter Anusha Rasta. Her name is Diana Flores. We caught up with her at the motel earlier this afternoon. She was there collecting her belongings and checking out. Now, she was visibly distraught, very emotional as she left that motel. She told us that her relationship with her husband, Justin, was very abusive for the last year and that she was staying at the Siesta Inn Motel to get away from him after he stabbed her two days ago. She says that she called police after that stabbing happened on Monday, but that the officers came out to the motel a day later instead on Tuesday. That part is still unclear as to why, but that's where they were gunned down. Do you have any message for the families of the officers? I am so deeply sorry. My deepest condolences for saving me. I'm so, so, so sorry. They didn't deserve that or their families. They really didn't. They were trying to help me and I told them before they went in the room, don't go in. He has a gun. And they still went in. I didn't want nobody to get hurt in this. The only one was getting hurt was me and now two other innocents. Diana Flores says that the man at the motel that day who shot the two police officers was not the man she has known. She told us that he became abusive after suffering a loss about a year ago, and she called him a monster. What kind of a loss? I don't know. I mean, thirty-five they said years that old. The, the, the shooter of the CHP officer also uh, his friends from the military were committing suicide, and that got him really worked up. Well, Usually you get depressed and sad. I don't know that you pull out guns and start shooting people. That's just weird. I saw one photo of him. It looked like an old mugshot. And he had uh, tattoo scrawl on his face. Words and script tattooed. Yeah, we haven't learned if he places. has a long criminal record. We did uh, learn he was on uh, probation, I, right? I saw he was, on a, he was a gang member. And uh, he had gotten arrested uh, about 12 times. Oh, that's right. That's right. We did talk about Over that. the last 10 years. And he had one a one-strike felony conviction. And this was to be the second strike, except Gascon had uh, rescinded strike prosecutions. And uh, a judge reversed that 
but he reversed it after this plea deal went through. Right. So uh, it, w- it was just bad luck all around. But this is absolutely, it's the 35-year-old lifetime gang member who's habitually been arrested, has already been convicted, has already been in prison, and just simply sh- would have been behind bars now. There's no question, had he gotten the sentence in uh, February of 2021 that was appropriate for the crime, he would have spent, uh, he would have gotten yeah, two or three years. In other words, he'd been sentence. prosecuted under Jackie Lacey. He might have gotten two and a half to three it, years back in state Exactly. Prison. So this is absolutely a Gascon murder, a Gascon double murder of two cops. And oh, well, I noticed, like, the Times is really silent about that part. Um, the, you're going to see there's going to be a, a, a lack of... Uh, coverage in certain spaces oh yeah i'm surprised it. they even ran his uh, past record and that he was on probation yeah. I, I thought they would just skip past that since you know cops were shot and uh, we don't want to we don't want to incite people against the prosecution of this uh of this guy uh yeah. the other weird thing in that story was that uh, she's implying that the police were a day late in responding to her stabbing call so that's she said she yeah, was stabbed I, on Monday, and they come on Tuesday afternoon. Huh? It's kind of weird. I wonder if she called on Monday. That's uh, what she's saying that she did. Yeah. She, t- she told the reporter, this is from last night, I didn't get stabbed yesterday. I got stabbed the day before yesterday, which is Monday. So I, I don't, it's very right, strange. Right. And then there was. Because they wrote, it's unclear why officers came out the day after the stabbing, if, if she's to be believed. Yeah. You know. And I, I told you, I, there was one report that said she'd called her mother. And that maybe the mother uh, made it sound like she was currently getting stabbed. I, I mean, oh, that, you know, yeah. so yeah. be a lot of miscommunication. But and she also says she told them he's got a gun. Don't go in there. Well, you know, they have a procedure when they know somebody has a gun. And I don't I don't know how this happened. We still have to find out how I had read or heard originally. He just fired right through the room door at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah which is a pretty common way to kill police officers she, responding to domestic violence situations. She may not have known that that's how they were hit by him firing through the door. She right, but if have. she actually told them, don't go in there, he's got a gun, before they got to the door, you don't even do that. You bring back mm-hmm. up, you keep your distance. I, so I don't know about that part either. But. I think this is one of those stories we've got to wait a few days. Exactly. Maybe a few weeks. Yeah. All right. We got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Well, the pretty entertaining Elon Musk is in the news today. He did a question and answer with Twitter employees. And one of the things that came up, I I love to to hear what the first question was. Will you do more of these? (laughs) Wow. Tongue bath. (laughs) How long is your tongue? Well, first they were in open revolt. And why do you like Twitter? Could you explain? (laughs) Mr. Musk? This is the ultra-woke crowd that works for Twitter, and they believe in uh, censorship. They believe in stifling people's uh, speech and opinion. And they had a freak-out for a few weeks, and now I guess the ones that didn't quit have come around to understand that uh, they're going to have to live in a world where people can express themselves. Well, he said he wants billions and billions of different opinions allowed on Twitter. That's simple. He does not like censorship. Uh, somebody asked him who he would support for president in 2024, and he says he's leaning towards the Florida governor, Ron DeSantis. What was amusing about that is DeSantis apparently responded on Twitter uh, and said, I'm happy to have an African-American support me. <laughs> and in case you don't know, Musk was born in South Africa. Oh, Good I'm, joke there. His little take on the woke. Oh, I'm sure the wokesters got all upset. <laughs> I'm reading uh, Reuters, is it? They were puzzled yeah. by this. 
God, DeSantis has a reputation of rejecting pandemic-related health restrictions, <laughs> passage of a law limiting discussion of LGBTQ issues in schools, and a feud with Walt Disney over the law. Right, right. All the see that, that well, shows not too you. biased a story. Well, yeah, because it's it's all woke heads. They're on the woke cult. So, of course, they're immediately going to jump to a bunch of unrelated issues that normal people don't care about. Something that probably is being made too much of, but it's worth mentioning. Uh, There was a uh, Latino woman by the name of Myra Flores who actually won a special election in Texas for a congressional district, which had been as far back as people can tell, a Democrat district. She's a Republican who won the special election. People are wondering if that's a harbinger of what may be to come in Texas and the rest of the country. Did you see the uh, <laughs> the poll on the governor's race there? Greg Abbott, the incumbent, is 20 points ahead of Beto O'Rourke. Yeah. That oaf. Beto, Beto's uh, career is dead. And this is after the Uvalde shooting. Because his reaction is not what most people's reaction is. Well, See, mo- not in Texas. Most people in America actually want to own a gun or understand why people own guns. That's what most people feel. In fact, we got a story about how black ownership of guns is uh, shooting off the charts, especially now when there's so much crime that people feel like they need to be armed to protect themselves because the government is no longer protecting them. Yeah, it's funny you brought that story up because I did see in one website that interpretation as to why uh, African-Americans are buying more guns, that the uh, the rate of gun ownership has really jumped. But then I flipped over to NBC News, and NBC News had a different take on to why as to why uh, black people are buying guns. Uh, they want to be safe from racists. Okay. Does that explain it to you? (laughs) Sure. Two days after a white man shot and killed 10 black people in Buffalo last month, Michael Moody reversed his thinking about possessing a firearm. He watched the aftermath of the carnage on the news. He decided he needed a gun. Needed, he said, not wanted. Well, That's the theme of their article and their take on the jump in gun ownerships. It's to fight against the uh, killer white supremacists. for, For that guy, it may be true. And well, exactly. So now, this is cherry picking because so I've now, read other stories where well, it is just about the mayhem in cities that's been well, going on. There are far uh, more people getting murdered, far more uh, blacks getting murdered in the cities where crime is rampant than are getting murdered by white supremacists. But there's people out there who probably after the Buffalo killing uh, felt that way. So both can be true. The proportions are unknown, can't be proven. I suspect more people are buying because there's crime in their neighborhoods right. rather than the fear of getting shot down by some white supremacist in a grocery store. But both are true, and this is where the woke bias comes in. You can write the article any way you want. If you want to do a woke angle, you'll focus on the guy who's buying it so he doesn't get gunned down in a supermarket. If you want to focus on a more reasonable widespread analysis more, more likely, likely yes. than you look at at the neighborhoods where where crime's out of control and and the government is refusing to do anything about it yeah i like the way they they phrase this they also by the way we had forgotten the other white supremacist shooting remember the uh, emmanuel ame church in charleston south carolina in 2015 Nine yeah, they, black no, they, church they, members they, were killed by a white supremacist. So yeah. you got two in the last seven years. Right. And, but but you then they point out the hate crimes. <gasps> Anti-black hate crimes rose nearly 40% in 2020. But you look at the number, 2,755. 
in the whole country? I know. The percentages, as we always point out, can be tricky. You can't just go by that. How many, how many hundreds of billions of interactions between white and black people happen every year? It's, oh, uh, it's like yeah. how many hundreds of millions of interactions between police and civilians happen every year? Then count up the shootings. Uh, what what you re- re- really the big killer of uh, minorities are what happens in the cities. Like in Chicago, you could have thirty murders in a weekend or 30 shootings in a weekend and that's a slow weekend and so there is zero attention paid to that because apparently black lives matter and the woke crowd in the media don't particularly care about the everyday shootings going on in various cities like chicago they don't care they don't cover it they don't analyze it they don't criticize it that nothing it's as if it didn't happen which proves to me how fraudulent they are Uh, What they want, what the news media wants is stories that ignite controversy that get them clicks and hits and viewers. Right. So it's it's incendiary stuff. It's it's sometimes I think they want to start a race war. It's ridiculous. Race war would be great for business. Well, it would be great for business. Not for if it the takes media. down business too. I know. Well, no, I mean you always take a risk, but sure, sure. They, they, people in newsrooms would not be unhappy if there was some kind of race war that they ignited. Because they they would be at the center of attention, and then they would get to preach their woke religion to the world. They'd have an, an excuse to do it, right? But you don't you don't you don't get a lot of hits by analyzing you know black on black gang crime, for example. That's not controversial. That probably wouldn't even get you much readership. It's kind of accepted that that's going on, but that's you know that really bulks up the numbers. So if you if you understand that all media coverage is show business. And show business requires you have to draw an audience and you have to draw it every day and the audience has to get bigger and bigger and more emotionally connected with you. Then you're going to roll out the hits and racial stuff. That's, uh, you know, that's that's one of the big hits. Yeah. And also just you have to really wonder whenever you see statistics on hate crimes, sometimes it's just somebody calling somebody else a name. It isn't necessarily a shooting or any vicious assault, right. it's also very deceptive. Right. Yeah, I mean, in, you know, in school, there are hate crimes on the playground every day. Uh, probably uh, true. Yeah, so <laughs> you're right. What's the definition of the hate crime here? The, the, the ordinary, you know, friction between people yeah. that's never going to go away, no matter how much you lecture about it? All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Remember, at 5 o'clock, we have a special guest coming up. Uh, he is a deputy DA in the L.A. County DA's office. We have not spoken to him before concerning the recall of George Gascon. He's in the Major Crimes Division, and uh, there's talk that they may disband that as retaliation against uh, deputy DAs in that division who don't like Gascon's directives, his policies. So stay right there. We'll talk to our guests coming up after the news at five o'clock we will uh we'll do something nice at the beginning of next hour if it's possible to be nice (laughs) again didn't we do nice something nice uh last month okay i was gonna say if you're gonna say yesterday i can't think of what it is last month yeah we can't do something nice monthly it'd be nice if you did it daily oh yeah well we're nice enough to you so uh hardly (laughs) Uh, we're going to talk to the best friend of a man that was severely beaten in Westminster at the end of May. A man by the name of Jason Lawless. He's known as Jay to his friends. And uh, they've been doing a GoFundMe. They just don't have a clue as to who did this to him. 
our guest will be Jacqueline Jacobs, his best friend, who will talk to us about this and uh, the GoFundMe's for his medical expenses. <clears throat> so we'll get into that coming up after three o'clock and see if there's anything new on the story, because it is bizarre. And uh, boy, the picture of him. Uh, one listener sent the story and says it reminded him of when Kelly Thomas took that beating, remember, uh, down in yeah. Fullerton by the cops? And his, his, this was not a cop beating. I don't. I don't the, his his face is blackened with uh, extreme bruising, and they think somebody knows something. They're also trying to get information so the police can get a better lead on uh, what happened to Jay Lawless. So that'll come up after the news at uh, three o'clock. Well, Deborah Mark, welcome back. Thank you, Ken. And it begins with a quiz. We'd have to go to the vegan for this question. Okay. Like, I don't think John Cobalt would really know the answer, although because he has the pile in front of him, he probably knows the answer. Uh, do you know California does have a state vegetable? Can you name it? Uh, hmm. I'd have to Google it, so I don't want to cheat. So no, I cannot. So the avocado is a fruit, so I thought you would pick that. No, I know that it's a fruit, yes. Because that's like your favorite. That so is I my absolute go there favorite. That's a fruit? Yes. It is, yeah. But technically, it's I didn't know fruit. what it was. Well, it... Besides being delicious. <laughs> have you ever eaten a piece of avocado, John? Or by accident, probably, right? No. You don't have chips and guac? I can't stand that. Oh, my God. Oh, I... Chips and guac is excellent. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Foods oh. that are green, No. If guacamole's made right, it is really mm, good, especially with so, some lime in it. Oh, yeah. Oh. Mm. How long is this going to go on? <laughs> um, well, the official state vegetable, believe it or not, because it's not too common, is the artichoke. How do you feel about artichokes, Deborah Moore? I love artichokes. Yeah, I don't. Uh, do you eat them raw or do you cook them? No, I, I cook, I steam them. Okay. Okay. Aren't they delicious? They look like tough, spiky. Like a cactus. Yeah. It's like, like bite, you, biting into a cactus. You peel off all yep. the little ends there, yeah. Yeah, you you do that. And then on the, the leaves, when you, you you eat it, it's it's soft and it's 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 yummy. Is there like meat in the middle of it? Well, it's not meat, but it kind of, I don't know it how is. to describe it, but it's not your type of meat. No, I understand, but it's like chewy. It's not chewy, It's uh, but it's good. It looks, it's it's soft. It looks, if, I, if it's cooked properly, looks like, it's soft. Uh, looks like some, well, with the name, it just seems like something you'd choke on because it just looks really dense and yeah. tough to bite into. Yeah, you could rip off the little pieces there. That's what yeah. you cook. And then and there's artichoke hearts, which are, oh. Oh, yeah, artichoke hearts. And does it yeah. taste like a vegetable? Like I love vegetables, ve so yeah. yeah. Whenever I've had it, it's mixed in like salads and things. Oh. So you don't really, you know, I don't eat it plain. So I don't really know. But um, in case you're interested, they're having an artichoke festival, complete with a mascot that walks around <laughs> dressed like a spiky artichoke. Yeah, that guy's... I could do without that guy, but... Uh... Yeah, that guy's going somewhere. <laughs> they... <laughs> and there was... Uh, there is an artichoke queen. An artichoke queen. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, California is so agricultural. So there's so many other parts of the state that have all of these uh, kinds of uh, festivals celebrating whatever is the hot crop that uh, that they... There's actually a California Artichoke and Vegetable Growers Corporation. Wow. My yeah. neighbor has grown uh, artichokes and, and gave us a couple and I steamed them. They, oh, so good. Steamed them? Yeah, I want... I, I have a little vegetable garden and uh, and 
but it's not it's it's just not the right area for artichokes because uh it, it's we're getting an upset ground. stomach but anyway you should try artichokes no delicious. i'm not trying artichokes I'm, every week you've got a new food that i've never had yeah look at that this one's got a picture of deep fried artichoke oh, cards those are really good too grilled really? artichoke is good mm, there you grilled go grilled artichoke yeah look at that eric actually eats dip in some butter no oh no, I don't do that. Oh, I always dip artichoke in butter. Yeah, she doesn't have butter because she's vegan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's weird. No, you're weird. She, you crossed the line there. Yes. She was all in until she heard about butter. Butter, no. I don't. Some people do mayo, too. Oh, artichoke cheesecake. Apparently, uh, this reviewer thought it was really God. good. An artichoke cupcake. I'm in an no. asylum. Uh, artichoke chocolate. Oh, artichoke in ice cream. Oh, uh, no, I can't. I, I no. Am, I'm going to reserve a different nursing home than you guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's pretty plain about these things. Oh, I things. know. Uh, apparently, it's up in Castroville. I, the only thing I remember hearing about all these years is like they had the garlic festival in Gilroy. That used to get a lot of attention. But I think that's over. Yeah, that it end? is? I don't know. I, I used to live up in the Bay Area, and I remember that festival. But maybe... I, I think they closed it because of COVID. COVID. Yeah. Oh, I, I see. It may come back. Uh, oh, garlic. Mm. There's a I, strawberry festival in Oxnard. I don't... Yeah, there's definitely. Yeah, I don't remember growing up back east. I, I never heard about an artichoke. Nobody ever had one. My, my, and there's a my lot you can do with the strawberry in terms of dishes. I just don't know some of these artichoke dishes because it's such an odd kind yeah. of off vegetable that people don't think about. You just can eat it on its own, or you you put artichoke hearts, as you mentioned, in a salad. That's all you need to know, really. <laughs> that's the only that's the only place I see them. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we're going to talk to a woman who's the best friend of a man that's been in a hospital for weeks. He was beaten severely on May 27th in Westminster. He managed to get home, but he's got severe injuries to his head and his face, and uh, he's been in a hospital. We'll see how he's doing now. The story I'm looking at is from two days ago. Uh, they also don't have a clue as to who did this and why. Uh, apparently, he's a musician. He plays guitar. Uh, Jacqueline Jacobs will come on next to uh, talk about it because they've also started to go fund me. Coming up next. John and Ken Show, Tepper, Mark has the news, KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.